Did you know that keeping an updated gratitude list is one of the secrets of life? In the spirit of Thanksgiving, I'd like to share some things my voice is grateful for and ask, what's in your list? Hello, this is Judy Rodman. You're listening to All Things Vocal Podcast. This is the audio version of the blog you can find at judyrodman.com. I'm reminded of a thousand blessings that keep me in a constant state of gratitude. The first thing my voice is grateful for is knowing that vocal damage can completely heal. I learned this from personal experience after losing an octave and a half from being trached for an extended time in the hospital back many, many years ago. As a vocal coach, though, that experience has helped me help others heal. I've seen vocal polyps, nodules, and vocal cord paralysis disappear with corrective vocal retraining. Surgery can almost always be avoided if the damage is stopped in time with the right retraining. The next thing on my vocal gratitude list is not having grown up with auto-tune. I had to learn precision technique and control the hard way, and now it helps me teach this to you. And the next thing that I'm grateful for is conversations with other curious and caring vocal coaches. I've had fantastic conversations in person and online with coaches including Jeffrey Allen, Jeannie Diva, Jamie Vendera, Lisa Popeil, Jonah Kasdan, Richard Fink IV, and my dear friend Mark Tress, and many others. Mr. Allen granted me permission to use his hook-shaped voice path in my teaching. Joanna Kasdan suggested improvements in my vocal health document that I give you when you sign up for my newsletter. I love sharing information as a member of the National Association of Teachers of Singing, or NATS for short. And I love training lessons and ideas in classical and contemporary voice with singers and teachers, such as the aforementioned Mark Tress. I'm grateful when a teacher or other voice expert comments on a post in this blog. We may not see things exactly the same way, or we we may have different approaches or different ways of dealing with something, but these conversations have all given me insight and made me a better and more effective coach. The next thing I'm grateful for are great voices and music creators. Without the inspiration of incredibly talented singers, writers, musicians, and teachers, my voice would be just a collection of various noises. So my singing and speaking are influenced by decades of other voices from multiple genres and eras of music. And the next thing is a very special thing I'm grateful for, and that is my vocal coach, the late Gerald Arthur. When I moved to Nashville, I found that Gerald was the coach for all the top studio session singers that I was working with. I got in to see him, and he fit me into one of his 8.30 half-hour spots. Boy, that was early. (laughs) Which helped me uh, and other singers get ready for our 10 o'clock recording sessions. The first thing Gerald told me to do was to stop guarding. Many of you have received that same instruction from me, and that's where it came from. Gerald not only helped me get my damaged voice back and then some, he also taught me how to teach. He showed me that the voice is a deep part of the personal psyche 
and that a vocal coach often becomes part counselor or life coach, which he was to me. I can't imagine teaching someone without loving and caring about them. Gerald gave me that blueprint. The next thing on my vocal gratitude list, the gift of insight and intuition. I'm just not that smart. But I know that if we are open and available and ask questions, useful wisdom is somehow channeled to all of us from the ultimate source of all wisdom. I'm so grateful to God for taking all I've done in my career, adding other illumination and creating in me the ability to teach. I had no idea how fulfilling it would be for me to help other voices become nurtured and whole and be the wind at somebody else's back and somebody else's career. It blows my mind. Next on my vocal gratitude list, every vocal student I've ever taught, especially you with the toughest, peskiest problems. Your patience and your dedication to your training has led to breakthroughs and, of course, to solutions for the next student that comes in with that particular issue. I love you for trusting me with your precious voice and letting us both play around in the sandbox and go down rabbit holes till we find the answers. And next on my gratitude list in many ways is my husband, John. John makes people feel welcome in our house, enjoying a chat as they wait in the living room for me to finish up with a lesson before them. He also helps me to remember to power down at the end of a day and gives me a great reason to do that. He's my most important critic, sounding board, and encourager. He also joined me to create and perform our surprise last album, Here We Are, which was done in 2015 and released. There aren't enough words for me to say what that album means to me, and I know it does to John as well. And the next thing I'm grateful for are listeners. You know, a good voice is said to have a gift. But if no one's there listening, how can a gift be given? Every once in a while, I still perform in front of listening audiences. I sometimes regale my family and friends with a song or two to get their reaction. Thank goodness people not only have voices, but also ears. I'm so grateful for everyone who has ever come to one of my shows or presentations. And I love to take my turn listening to your shows and presentations too. Next on my gratitude list, friendship, trust, inspiration, and support. My first question about how to sing something came from my fellow session singer, co-writer, Carol Chase. She really sparked the idea and my journey to become a vocal coach. After a few years of teaching, I began creating my first Power, Path, and Performance course. And I did that at the request of producer friend Dick McVeigh who suggested that I record some vocal exercises for people. That was over 20 years ago and several other courses. People like this have been driving me to do things I would never have otherwise done. The next thing I'm vocally grateful for is pineapple juice. Little did I know when I poured that first can of pineapple juice into that 13 ounce glass of water, that this concoction would become my go-to for dry or irritated throats. I rarely leave home to sing without it. Oh, and I'm also grateful for coffee. 
without my morning Joe, my voice would still be staring at the alphabet rather than stringing it together in sentences. The next thing I'm grateful for is the transpose button. A big thank you goes up to whoever invented the transpose button on my keyboard. That way, my students and I can sing in the key of B while I play it in the key of B flat or C. And the last item that is on my vocal gratitude list for today is you. I'm very grateful for you, dear reader and supporter and listener of all things vocal. You are the reason I do this. If you have a suggestion for this blog or podcast to make it better, please let me know. Your comments and reviews are vitally important, and I'm grateful to all of you who take the time to do it. This is Judy Rodman. You can find me at judyrodman.com. Thanks for listening to All Things Vocal, the podcast for singers, speakers, vocal coaches, and studio producers. 